Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Jen Cutter, and welcome to Daily Tech Headlines Week in Review. At Microsoft's Windows 11 event, the company revealed the OS will be released by the holiday season and available as a free upgrade to Windows. The OS will support running Android apps thanks to Intel Bridge Runtime Post Compiler. The Start menu moves to the center with integrated search, includes a widget screen that slides in from the left, and integrates with Microsoft Teams out of the box. According to tax experts interviewed by the Associated Press, ransomware payments made directly by an organization could be tax-deductible, as funds lost through more traditional crimes of robbery and embezzlement meet the criteria of being ordinary and necessary to be deductible. The IRS has issued no formal guidelines on ransomware payments, although the FBI and other law enforcement agencies have issued guidance urging organizations not to meet ransomware demands. Facebook began rolling out its live audio rooms in the U.S., with the feature now available to some public figures and groups. Hosting live audio rooms is currently limited to the iOS Facebook app, with support for up to 50 speakers and no limit on the number of viewers. Hyundai closed on its acquisition of an 80% controlling stake in Boston Dynamics from SoftBank, in a deal that values the robotics company at $1.1 billion. It's unclear how Boston Dynamics Research Wing will operate under Hyundai, but the company has indicated Boston Dynamics will work with its New Horizon studio that oversees its uncrewed ultimate mobility vehicle development. The EU Court of Justice ruled YouTube is not liable if a user uploads unauthorized content, provided it takes quick action to remove or block access to it. The EU said online platforms could be liable if they didn't implement tools to detect and block infringing content, or if platforms provide tools for illegal content sharing. The European Commission opened a formal antitrust investigation into whether Google favors its own online advertising technology over competitors. This will look at if Google limits access to user information to competitors, as well as requirements to use Google's ad manager to display ads on YouTube. The EU has previously investigated Google for antitrust violations over its shopping services and Android search policies. The makers of Brave Browser launched a public beta of Brave Search, a privacy-focused search engine, after testing it in private beta earlier this year. This non-tracking search engine is built on an independent index, can be accessed in Brave Browsers or at search.brave.com, and will be set up as the default search engine in Brave Browsers later this year. Twitter is opening applications for iOS users in the U.S. to test its new SuperFollows monetization feature, and to U.S. iOS and Android users for its Ticketed Spaces feature. SuperFollows lets users charge $2.99, $4.99, or $9.99 a month to unlock exclusive content, and Ticketed Spaces lets users charge between $1 and $999 to access a social audio room and offers extra features like room size cap settings. The Chinese technology company Kuaishou announced it now has 1 billion monthly active users across its various platforms in China, as well as its international apps Kuai and Snack Video. 
For comparison, ByteDance reported 1.9 billion monthly active users across its platforms, and Tencent-owned WeChat has 1.2 billion. Google delayed its plan to block third-party cookies in Chrome until late 2023, saying the delay will give sufficient time for public discussion on the right solutions and for publishers in the advertising industry to migrate their services. The company had originally announced it would phase out third-party cookies by 2022 as part of its Privacy Sandbox initiative. NVIDIA released a new downloadable tool called Canvas, which uses AI to create photorealistic landscapes from basic drawings. Artists create drawings with different colors for things like mountains, water, and grass, which then passes through a locally-run generative adversarial network and requires a recent NVIDIA RTX graphics card to run. The Indian telco Geo Platforms and Google announced the Geo Phone Next, an affordable Android smartphone aimed at the 300 million users in India still using 2G networks. The phone will launch on September 10th, run a highly optimized version of Android, and include an LTE modem. Price and exact hardware specs were not announced. Mozilla launched a data-sharing platform and plugin called Rally, which lets users opt in to sharing browsing data with computer scientists and sociologists studying the web, as well as a web science toolkit that allows researchers to create standardized browser-based studies on Rally. This data will initially be used by Princeton University for a study on how users find and share news on politics and COVID-19. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority launched an investigation into if Amazon and Google are doing enough to crack down on fake reviews, though the regulator cautioned it hasn't reached a view on whether either company has broken the law as a result. This follows a broader initial investigation the CMA launched in May 2020, assessing several platforms' internal system and processes for handling fake reviews. And Xbox Game Studios publishing head Peter Wise said Microsoft hired former Google Stadia design director Kim Swift. Swift will be focused on new experiences in the cloud, with an ultimate goal of creating cloud-native games. Swift previously led development on Valve's portal, served as a studio design director at EA, and created an unreleased game for Amazon. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.